How's it going, everybody, and welcome to episode 214 of Master My Garden podcast. Now, this week's episode, I'm looking at the topic of summer flowering bulbs. And I suppose we've talked about bulbs a lot on the, on the podcast, but typically when we talk about them, we are talking about the autumn plant and spring flowering bulbs. And, you know, these are the crocuses and snowdrops, bluebells, daffodils, and so on. And we've covered that on the podcast on a couple of occasions. And for some reason, I've never actually covered the summer flowering bulbs. I know as, you know, as a category, they're less popular, obviously, than the autumn planting ones. That is the big, you know, the bulb season is, is really autumn time is the big one. But this sort of spring planting, summer flowering season is a very, very worthwhile one for you, for you as a gardener. Now, in some ways, I have covered that, you know, where we talk about the perennials to sow in the autumn time. and. You know, I've covered that on a couple of occasions, the top 10 perennials to sow in the autumn time. And that's a really useful one because you can sow your perennial seeds in, in the autumn time and they'll germinate and grow slightly over the, over the winter, over the late autumn and winter. They'll grow really quickly once we get any sort of heat in the springtime and then you'll have flower in that year. But if you've missed that, that sowing in the autumn, now is a great time to, I suppose, capitalize on that by buying either bulbs or bare-rooted plants. And the category of products that's available is, is still huge. You have a small amount of actual summer flowering bulbs, but there's a huge amount of perennials that are available bare-rooted at this time of the year. And so it's a really useful time to, I suppose, get a lot of flower, and, you know, when it comes to things like perennials, you can, you can fill your garden, uh, add a lot of color to your garden. And definitely at this time of the year, it's really easy to do it. And it's a lot less expensive than, say, filling a complete perennial bed with perennial plants that are fully grown later on in the year. So it's a great opportunity for you to do that. And when we talk about, you know, bulbs at this time of the year, what we're looking at really is, in terms of summer flowering bulbs, it's quite a limited range, really. You are looking at anemones, ranunculus, and they're also available in the autumn time. So they're still available at this time of the year, and you will get flower off them this summer. But we're also looking at, and the main one is dahlias. So dahlias, I suppose, is a funny one. You can do it from seed, but you wouldn't be sowing them until March time. And then you will get, you know, great flower later on in September time from them. But the selection of bulbs available, you know, in terms of dahlias is phenomenal at this time of the year. So you can, you can get everything from your really big dinner plate flowers to the, the cactus ones. There's just so much choice in dahlias at the moment. I love dahlias, love the color of them, love the vibrancy of them, love the timing of them, you know, that they're flowering at that stage, that September time. Love the fact that there's, you know, such an array of colors in them, such an array of sizes and styles in them. I dislike the fact that you have to lift them out of the ground. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I've tried to, to overwinter them and sometimes you can overwinter them and I haven't had much success. Some of them are still there actually th three years later. And this is a very cold part of the world. But what it really is, is the wet gets them. So they eventually just rot in the ground. Uh, but I don't like this, you know, going and digging them all up at that 
time of the year for some reason I, I just dislike it so I do them a bit in pots now um, but they are a fantastic flower and if you want dahlias in your garden to, to buy them now as tubers is a really great way to do it with all of these you know when we talk about any of these here now coming up I always recommend you know using some seaweed and some mycorrhizal fungi when planting them in so whether that's planting them into a ground or into a pot but first off, when we're talking about dahlias, initially you're going to plant them into a pot. So ideally, you need these started inside, you know, in a polytunnel or in a, you know, in a patio area or a conservatory area because they're not fit to go outside just yet. So you're, you're not going straight into the ground with these. So definitely pot them on first, protect them for frost for the next couple of months and then let them hit the ground once your last frost has passed and you will have fantastic flowers from them this year just in terms of you know the, the economics of it you know a lot of these fully grown dahlias or perennials later on in the year are going to be anything from you know seven seven euros up to 15 euros maybe fully grown but at this stage of the year you'll buy your bulbs anything from you know 150 up to you know, some of the maybe more special ones, you might pay six, five, six euro. So really, really economical way to do, to do, to get flower this year. So dahlias is the main one at this stage of the year. The next one is lilies. Again, superb for pots. They can go straight into the ground, to be honest with you. So plant them straight into the ground or into pots and they'll do really well. Uh, lilies is a great flower for me. Whatever it is about the flower, it's a, an allergy thing. It gives me a headache, so I don't like them in the house. But outside, they're, they're beautiful, really strong performers. Almost impossible to get them wrong. No real work with them after, after you've got them planted. And yeah, just a really great flower. And you get lots of different varieties, colors at this time of the year as well. Next one is begonias. Again, a superb. So these are more of a, of a corm. They're a flat, sort of hairy looking, almost like kiwi skin on them and you get them at this time of the year really vibrant colors they're typically you can get the upright versions or the the hanging versions suitable for hanging baskets suitable for large pots let them tumble over the top but they're really prolific flowers and a variety that i had over the last couple of years was called switzerland and it was such a long flower it flowered for months and months and months just at the end of the season, just cut off all the growth, lift in the, the pot into the shed, let it completely dry out, lift out the pot again in the springtime and water it and get the, the, get the energy going again in it. And you'll just have so much flower for, for years and years and they just keep coming back and they're fantastic at this time of the year. Beautiful colours again, vibrant reds, vibrant yellows. Uh, you get some pinks as well, which I don't overly like, but they're they're a really great flower. Gladiolis is another one. Again, sort of old traditional one, perfect for cottage gardens. Not a lover of the flower personally, but they are great, hardy, uh, can go straight into the ground and you know, will be there for years and years and years to come. Uh, Freesias is another one available at this time of the year. And then you kind of get into perennials, which are going to be bare roots. And as I said, this is a great time for, for doing bare roots, really economical for you as well. So you're going to you're going to flower a whole area for just so much less than you will by buying fully mature plants. Obviously, 
you know, there's a lot of work and attention will go into them in the garden centres and nurseries between now and then. But at this stage, the bare root, it's, it's a really economical way of doing it. And for cer- certain ones, it's actually maybe a better way than sowing seeds or, you know, that I, that I would be sort of talking about in September, October. So what can you get in terms of perennials this time of the year? Well, the list is huge, so I'm not going to cover it all. But to give you an idea, peonies is one. So obviously a lot of people love peonies and later in the season when they're when they're fully mature plants, they can be very expensive. At this time of the year, you might get them for, you know, five euros, six euros. So that's a great way of getting a lot of getting a lot of color for for less. So peony, bare root, really good quality root, probably five, six euros. So, you know, really, really great value on those. One that I recommend you either buy as a fully mature plant or a strong bare root is agapanthus. I've grown that before from seed and it's just very, very slow. But from bare root or as a fully mature plant, it's the best way to do it. Same can be said for Angel's Fishing Rod. I've grown them from seed and they are painfully slow. They germinate really easily or quite easily. They, they are slow to germinate, but they do, you know, they don't take a lot of minding. They will germinate, but it's a long time from germination to from potting on to having a flower. You're talking years. And so from that point of view, you're better off to buy strong bare roots or mature plants. Other ones that are available, you have pretty much all of the, you know, the regular perennials that we come that we've become used to. The salvias, Rebeccias, astilbes, geraniums, alastomerias. Agapanthus that I mentioned already, Coreopsis, Geums, Verbenas, Hostas, Lupins, Achilles, Echinacea, you know, and so many more. Like it's all, all of these are pretty much, pretty much all perennials are available at this stage of the year. And then there's certain ones, as I said, the likes of a Angel's Fishing Rod, an Agapanthus, Eryngium, available bare root. Again, any of those you're actually nearly better to buy them as a bare root or a mature plant than sowing from seed. I find just some of those are just too slow. And, uh, you know, for someone who's not very patient like myself, um, it's not worth the wait. So, yeah, it's a great time of the year to, to flower up beds. Most of the perennials, you can go straight into the open ground with them. I would be careful of, of a few of them, you know, the likes of a salvia and, you know, some of the alastomerias and things like that. I would be just careful of those. And on two fronts, really, the last frost is important for some of them. But on top of that, you're looking at when these are, are, are emerging from the ground. Potentially, you could have slug issues. So especially on the really young growth, as it starts to peep up through the soil, the slugs come and munch them off. You never see them coming up and you just wonder where did they go? So that's just just one to watch out for. If you are going straight into the ground, just watch slugs, particularly for the first few months. Once they get up and you can actually see them and you know they're there, then it's easier to watch them and protect them. But just in them very early stages, as the as the the bare root plant starts to send out its shoots and it's starting to you know come a small little bit above the surface of the soil, that's when it can be a real problem because you don't know what's actually coming. But the slugs are there already waiting to munch it off as it comes up through the soil. So just watch that. Uh, but other than that, it's a really superb and easy way to get a lot of flower into your garden. Dahlias, lilies, begonias, 
perfect in pots and you know can be just put back in pots can be just put back in and and dried out and mined for the following year if you're not if you're like me and you don't like digging them up so that's the you know the the sort of bones of it it's a great great time to to get adding flour to your garden while even this week the weather has been really poor again it still is starting to feel spring light so now we're getting to you know we're heading for six o'clock in the evening when we have still got daylight the mornings are a lot brighter and it is starting when when the rain eventually stops and it will stop that's you know it's a certainty that it will stop when it eventually stops we will get you know get quite quickly into spring and things will grow really really fast at that stage so be planning be organizing be getting yourself set up now um you know it's it's a it's a really important time even though you know given the week that we've had you know wind and rain again it doesn't feel like you know and it won't feel like you want to be out gardening but even little small things like you know in your greenhouse putting on some dahlias begonias and things like that or getting some of your your bare roots organized even if you're not putting them into the ground getting organized getting them knowing where you're going to put them and having that sort of pipeline for when the weather does you know get good in the next week or two last sunday was a superb day here um, like quite warm it it did have that feel that i talk about quite a bit where you get that feeling that the spring has arrived it had that feeling at times last sunday there was nice warmth there was a long stretch in the day and it felt like everything was starting to waken up that will gather pace over the next week or two again as the days extend and as the temperatures come up and and as it stops raining and it will and at that stage then it'll be all systems go for a few months i saw somebody had something up the other day about um the stretch in the evenings and that there won't be any housework done now until october and uh, i laughed at that and that is what's going to happen quite quickly you know once this once this rain stops and you know things start to move on we will get very very busy very very quickly uh, for any of you who are looking to get onto the grow your own food launch pad that's uh, ending at the you know closing at the end of february and then we'll be kicking off in early march there's a few people in there already and they're going to get you know really concentrated um, advice specific to their garden to help them grow perfect food this summer and you know that you know whether you're starting from scratch or whether you're growing for a while and just want to improve what you're doing then definitely get in there before the 28th it closes on i think and the the standard course you know which is just available to view in your own time that will be available probably for another couple of months because it's still useful for everyone for the next few months but for anyone looking to get on the launch pad there's only one week left on that so definitely if that's for you and you want that you know that individual support that tailored to your garden then jump in now any of that information that you're going to gather now is going to stand to you for years and years to come you know all the planning piece uh, the troubleshooting specifically in relation to your garden getting the setup right and all of that as i say that will benefit you for years and years to come so yeah that's um this week's episode really important time despite the weather great time to get your flowers organized spring flowering bulbs bare-rooted perennials available in most garden centers now and a really great time to you know as i say add color 
in a very, very economical way later on in the year. So, yeah, that's been this week's episode. Thanks for listening, and until the next time, happy gardening.